Hello and welcome to the eagerly anticipated, or not so much, um, Series 2, Episode 4 of the It's Our Year podcast. And Craig has got something which he, which I, he thought I'd enjoy. And just to give us a, a bit of a rapturous beginning to the episode, here we go, Craig. Here's your moment. Off you go, sir. As we know, we talk about clappers a lot. So I've brought Chris today his very own clapper. Use your hands. Oh, it's awful, isn't it? I went to a game last night, Craig, where they they were strewn and and all round the ground. In fact, put to much better usage, where they were just torn up and thrown when team used to come out. I used to love that at Filbert Street. Everybody get because obviously back then you'd have your, your ticket stub. More so, we used to get Was this the PSV fans or Leicester fans? Please, it was the Leicester fans. I mean, the PSV fans were down tight better than we were, where they're all moving in unison, crouching, just going, The European fans always outshine um, the English ones, but we had loads of clappers there. I fucking left them all. But you, you've gone to some wanky Sheffield varsity thing, turned up here thinking you're being a bit cute with Team Hallam with the varsity oath on the other side saying sportsmanship, respect, fair play, horseshit. Oh, that's my new thing. I'm, uh, if you remember last time I brought the... What, bringing Sheffield... rubbish gifts? No, the Sheffield FC finalists. I'm bringing props to the to the show, making it interactive. That's what we're doing. Well, it's not interactive. People just have to listen to it. If it was interactive, well, I suppose it's interactive, they'll switch off. But they can't just be like, that's wank, whilst we're talking, can they? So on this evening's episode, because uh, Craig's punctuality was phenomenal, as always, wasn't it, craig been busy, been busy man. New kitchen done. Anyway, the listeners don't want to know about that. They want to know about funny football stories. They do, and that's going to be the main crux of the episode, isn't it, Craig? Funny football stories. And uh, you've got a few um, that relate to you. Don't you, Craig? Mine don't relate to me. They relate to actually famous Oh, they're people. not really funny. But yeah. They're not really funny? No, they're, they're funny for other people, not for me. Ah, oh, right. But, well, they're the best ones. Cause yeah, of course, so... Like when you got debagged twice in the lead mill during the England games. Yeah. You, your tackle would just sat there pathetically. I hope that doesn't happen this time in Qatar, so it'll be very cold in December. We'll get arrested as well <laughs> if it happens in Qatar, Craig. You don't be fucking wandering around Qatar with oh, your tackle. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not going there. Uh... You know, yeah. despite all the YouTube um, teaser adverts, every YouTube advert, hey, I'm gonna go all the way, bitty, bitty, and like visit Qatar, and it's just some fella with an eagle. As you know, I was a big fan of the U2 uh, official song for the Euros. I'm a big fan of the uh, the Qatar f- official song. What is it? I think I can't pronounce the name, but it's good, mate. It's good. What What was the U2 one though? You, uh, I know you loved it a lot, but it was sort of like. Uh, uh, we are the people, well, the people are humans, are persons. <laughs> and I am the god of the Malkas and Bardo. I will come here and rescue with my glaucoma glasses. What a what a song that was, to be fair. Do you remember after the Denmark win? It, I, I was actually here. It, was in the... this very kitchen, Craig was serenading us with it. But but so we've got we've got football stories. We'll do a little bit of, of an update on um, the much improved Wednesday, and the somewhat improved Wednesday actually. And so much improved, Sheffield FC. Yep, still a good chance they're going to go down. No chance, man. No chance. No, we're so, going to stay up. So just tell us, Craig. I know we're still in the intro bit, but just tell us um, what will happen at the end of the season. So you're you're currently, aren't you? Where in regards of the bottom? 
Third bottom. Third bottom. What happens when you third bottom? So bottom two will go down. And uh, you know what's a joke though? And um, again, no pitching. That's the deal with all the league. So uh, they've only just re really got this to uh, grips about who goes down, who's, who stays up. What, during the season? Yeah, during the season. Oh, only, yeah, so who goes up, who goes down. So yeah, at the moment, third from bottom, we have to play a playoff game. It all goes on points per game. But apparently, out of the six leagues, two of the teams who finish in the third bottom position, mm. if their points per game is the worst out of the six, they don't even have to do a playoff game. Just so roll, they, so just, they automatically go down. Let's roll this back slightly. What do you mean points per game? Every every football game is points per game. What do you mean? So, so for example, we're in the North Premier East Division. Right. Yeah. We finish third in there. So you're taking somebody on from the league below? No, yeah, that, if, if we do the playoff game, it's very complicated. I don't know why they always make it complicated. So then, in, like, so for example, in the Ishman League, which is a, another uh, no-pitching league, whoever finishes third there, if they've got better points per game than us, mm. they'll go into a playoff game. So they'll look at, at across the six leagues, okay. are the points who finish third, uh, third from bottom. So we need to make sure yeah. we've got the best points per game at, uh, at 16. And how many games to go? Four games to go. Four games to go. Oh, it's on a bloody knife edge, isn't it, Craig? And there was photographic evidence the other day, wasn't there, of you putting the sign aloft with the numbers, and it was done seamlessly. No fines will be incurred. Will the Craig go? And I've got a funny story about that, and I'm not actually a, uh, enclosed it about the, do you remember the fine getting for the board? For the board, yeah. Yeah. You're going to wait on for that, Craig? Yeah, we'll wait on for that, yeah. We'll tell it. Right. Give a quick update. Oh, Wednesday at Leicester. So the Wednesday, Craig, much improved delay, aren't they? They've skyrocketed up the league. I noticed today, Barry Bannon, Player of the Month. Player of the Month again. Yeah, been great, hasn't he? And, uh, Pulling uh, strings, has he? There was a, there was a poll today, and uh, is he in the legend status of being a Wednesday player and I'm thinking he's been a legend for the last chuffing not uh, even a question <laughs> is it no for me he's one of be one of the best players in the last 10 years what uh, Wednesday I mean it's been pretty it's been pretty poor the last 10 years hasn't it really apart from the Wednesday visit yeah but class player and uh, yeah we're drinking the uh, the victory against uh, AFC Wimbledon who apparently had uh, spent a hell of a lot of time wasting time this is the thing here uh We've had Gillingham, we had a, a ball draw there, Accrington, and this is what's going to happen. Teams are going to come to Hillsborough, and when we play away, and they're just going to sit back and try to break us down. Well, like George Byers says, Craig, yeah. you know, every match against them, it's like a final, isn't it? It's a huge game and for I've all said, these I've, other I've teams. Said, I've said it before, right? And this is not being big-headed. Some of these players want to play in a stadium like Hillsborough, so when they come... They're gonna, they're gonna up the game. The dumb struggle, and that, that's why Sunderland have struggled to get up. That's why to get back up. Portsmouth, similar team. But people but... travel to the stadium of shite, and they're all no. Struck. It's a big game, isn't it? When oh. they get thirty or thousand, we're like there at stadium. I'll, like... I'll tell you why they they, uh, they get all g'd up when they go to the stadium of shite because the music. Hey, it's got to be euphoric <laughs> here. Hey, hey, I've DJ'd. All right, I'd give be, me a beer. Uh, give me a beer now. I've DJ'd. I want Darude. I want Sandstorm. <laughs> and when these lower league players hear that, they are going to be galvanised. They're going to win. Now, 
get me a beer. Yeah, so good result again at, uh, at Wimbledon. Gregor's glad he's back. Lee Just Gregor. come back, anything. Yeah, really Ten goals. Well. Uh, done really well. Got two tough away games now. We've got uh, we Bolton. Got? Bolton tomorrow. Five thousand going, Craig. Yeah, the massive. Oh, well, last time we hit that many was uh, uh, Chelsea in the FA Cup. Oh yeah, with the first use of VAR. Yeah, and it was an absolute so bad, well, so bad. Proven correct on that. It was proven, but when you think you have got a penalty, and I keep going back to it, and like, you do hey, hey, and then about thirty seconds later. And Hutchinson gives the penalty away. Yeah, that brings us <laughs> on rather nicely to the Leicester update, doesn't it, Craig? Because, of course, Old Trafford, the away day last weekend, very oh. good away day, actually. Let me tell you, uh, cocaine in away days is uh, back in a oh, big it's way. It's a back. Goodness me. It's back, yeah. Uh, like the fellas next to us are every single two minutes coming. Wait, I, this is Leicester fans. That's right. That's right, <laughs> mate. Uh, I'll tell you now, Madders is doing well, isn't he? Fucking off the tits. You got con though, didn't you? That's fucking bullshit. Not a chance. If they'd have gone the other way, they wouldn't have been given that in favour of them. McTominay should have been gone. High, reckless, over the top. And the second one, fucking Varane doing his little dithery shitty thing and then pisses off. Nonsense. Uh, Did you give a good reception to Maguire? Oh, we gave a marvellous reflection. Oh, Addy, Addy. You went to Old Trafford and you won for colour. And of course, the classic Craigie. We don't need you, we've got Sian Chu. His cock's fucking massive. I do feel for it. Ari Maguire. Ari Maguire. We don't need you. Gonna put the clapper down. To be fair, I feel sorry for Maguire. No, oh, shut up. No, because I think, fair play to last day, you got a lot of money for him. Paid it, for training ground. If he were 40 million, he wouldn't be getting all this crap. No, of course he wouldn't. But he's done a good job for England. And he's, yeah, he's had a difficult season. Been bloody rubbish, Grego, hasn't he? I mean, in, you know, in the goal that got ruled out, did you see where Veranda is, uh, his sort of pensioner did it? But no, but where Maguire fell to the floor as well, went to the, went to ground to sort of like get Iheanacho, and that's how he was able to, Iheanacho was able to wriggle through. Little thing about Kelechi though, right? I think he's been poorly treated by Brennan this season because, I mean, his, his stats are phenomenal. I know stats aren't everything because it's about watching yeah. it, isn't it? But um, stats-wise, they're incredible, aren't they? He scores pretty much every other game, loads of assists, lots of goals. Last three games, though, missed three one-on-ones where he tries doing this shitty little dink and it's just gone off at bar every bloody time. Uh, Did uh, it last night I as well? I think it was, uh, I can't remember what pundit it was, but they were actually talking about him on TalkSport, saying that's the difference why he got sold from Man City. But if he was consistent, he wouldn't be where you are. He would probably sell at Man City, for yeah. me. But I mean, I mean th- he is consistent, though, cause he, but he could be more. Yeah. Like, he'll always get you a goal or assist. Like, even if he's had a dreadful, dreadful game, which he often does, he'll, he still has the presence and ability to do something. Like, last night, I thought his hold-up play was absolutely excellent. Pivoting, getting other people into the game, such as uh, Kiernan Jewsbury, who was excellent again last night. And in that Man United game, he sort of embodied a lot of what Man United got. In the build-up to that first goal, the ball goes out to right and to Fernandez. Oh, sashaying over, Jewsbury all straight in, takes the ball. Because he's got that hunger and design. He's got that physicality, even though he's not a big guy. He's, he's, he's got that man you don't have. Playing, playing his trade for Luton in the Championship. He did very... Blackpool before that? Yeah. Is that... 
what Ronnie Moore was saying. You've got to get yourself out of there, Carlisle, on a Tuesday night. Get used to it as opposed... And, you know, have a load of older fellas giving you a load of shit, you know, so, ooh, juice be all, your beard's wank. It is wank. Like a fucking wanky little goat face. I just can't believe he keeps uh, back to uh, on Madison. Why? Why he got overlooked for England squad? Well, yeah. Southgate clearly doesn't like him, does he? When he went to casino on that bender, <laughs> it, because of that, he, uh, he he just doesn't seem to want to pick him at all. Because I mean, the let I mean on his weaker foot, the ball for Inacho was fantastic at Man U. Yeah, he's got back to his old form, man. Madison. Oh, he's, he's been absolutely super. It was okay last night. Uh, it wasn't wasn't great. And at Man U as well, another standout performance was. Um, Old uh, Mendy, Ipar Mendy, was absolutely super. Indeed, he's not been very good this season. He's out for the season, though, yeah. He's out for the season. He's not been that great. He, I don't know, he's been sort of just flailing legs, whereas before he'd use his big sort of gyroscopic limbs to just drag the ball back and tackle, whereas now he seems quite clumsy. He fouls a lot. His passing's been dreadful. I don't, again, I don't know if his, his head's been turned like, like Tillemans has, but M- Mendy came in, he did the simple things well, he retrieved the ball and passed it to the people who can do the business, like Jewsbury Hall and Madison. I've got a question. Have you had one then? And he needs to be, be t- brought up. His body, seen his last oh, few days, uh, or last appearances, and, and last what you've I said, hope what you're not. Saying, what you're I saying. hope it's not looking good though, is it? Because yeah. at the minute, apparently, when he strikes the ball, he feels an intense pain, he's, he's having injections. I feel, for him. I feel for him, but I'm hoping he can't do it for you, but he may be able to do a job for that team uh, uh, just down the road. At I, knew, I knew there was some wanky, just roundabout no, way that it was going to end up with he him. He needs to turning come back. Up. He doesn't. Score in front of the cop. Yeah. And that's the film. That's it. He's come full circle. Yeah, but if he did that and he stood in front of the, you know, the Hillsborough cop or whatever. He should cup his hands again and like in his head, <laughs> he'd have all these visions of them coaches going, you're too small, you're too, you're too slight, you old Vardy. Because they got rid of him. We gave him the chance, we ain't getting rid of him, Craigo. Fuck off. We now come to the part of the show which some of the people would reference as the deep dive. And the deep dive this week is on... Uh, Funny football stories, isn't it, Craig? The first one we start off with is a pundit that I think we're both a fan of. Not Simon Jordan, Roy Keane. Yeah, Roy Keane. Roy Keane. Uh, he was potentially going to sign Robbie Savage. Right? So he rings up Mark Hughes, who was at Blackburn. So when this was he at Sunderland? When he was at Sunderland. Yeah. When he was at Sunderland, so... Uh, rings up Mark Hughes to get a deal sorted. You know, so, hello there, hello there, Mark. Are you all right there? See, oh no, he's not Scottish. He's Welsh, isn't he? So, Mark, <laughs> Mark's gone. Hey, I'm all right. I'm all right. Yes. Uh, right. I'm going to stop doing the accent in a minute because I'm getting too confused in my head. But could we have? Could we have Robbie Savage? There we are. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. You know, and Roy Keane said something along the lines of, I thought he could give us a lift, you know, with his, his personality and his long hair. So it has a big impact on a football pitch, doesn't it, that? So it's all sorted between the two clubs, right? They've agreed to it. Mark Sparky's agreed to let him go. Kido's going to sign him. Just, just before he signs, he thinks, right, I'll just give him a bell. I'll give Rob a bell. So Keane gets Savage's number, rings him up. Don't pick up. Don't pick up. Goes through to his voicemail 
and was greeted with, Oh, hi there, it's Robbie. Wada! Robbie never called him back. And his final thoughts on Robbie Savage were, uh, I can't be fucking signing that. And I'd agree with him. Do you see the other day, I think it was the anniversary when the referee smashed him in the face and when he was running. Sav? Yeah, when he was for Birmingham and like, I, think, I, I don't know if it was Mike Dean or, uh, but yeah, said it was a foul and he went straight into him. But I'm a big fan of the, uh, Robbie. He's done a good thing for, uh, for Macclesfield, saving them. Yeah, I suppose he has, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like his... Yeah, but you know what I liked about it as well? He, he, he always knew he weren't the best footballer. He did always know that. And, and, I, and I, I've got a lot of time for people like that. But he did used to do quite dicky things, like when he was at Leicester. So. Can you believe he's never got sent off? Yeah. He's never been sent he's off. Because he's a wily fucker, you know, with that personality You'd and that always, I remember I did a quiz and, and I couldn't believe for, he's never been sent off. Obviously he's got booked for a lot of time, but yeah, you, you never thought that, would you? He's never been sent off in his career. No, he's, he's caused quite a few. Yeah. Like when Dion Dublin nutted him. <laughs> the There was a particular one with Savage when he was at Leicester where he was fairly renowned for, well, wearing a sarong. Not there's anything wrong with that, you know, good luck to him. But he'd be wearing his sarong and he'd drive about in his yellow Lamborghini. And there were a couple of youth players who were doing YTS back then and, you know, they were on next to no money whatsoever walking along. And he could see that the youth players reading towards the training ground, pulls up beside him at yellow Lamborghini. You're right there, lads. You know, start earning my type of money, be able to drive to work like I can. See you later, you twat. We're at Gary Teal, two-seater Bentley. Oh, no. Lamborghini, yellow <laughs> Lamborghini. And he also had a portrait commissioned of himself, with the, complete with a Gucci tattoo that he gave well, to his mother. David, David James did it. Well, apparently quite a talented artist, isn't he, David James? He had to sell a lot of it though, didn't he? When he went bankrupt. He did. Yeah. That's uh, why he couldn't come on Taylor Stag. Yeah, shame. Uh, very much into his American football and of course one's played up front. And instead of John Macken. And he's a big fan of the colour purple. A lot of things in his house are just all purple. Are they really great? Yeah, yeah. Lovely snippet. And honestly the big, he's also the biggest man I've ever hugged. How many big men have you hugged? Quite a few. Have you? Who were in the who were in the top twenty six? It was when I hugged him at the when I was. Do you remember when I was on the Fantasy FC show with Merce? Yeah. And he was one of the guests. Uh, Were you one of the guests? No, I was in the. Uh, oh. I was in the, in the audience. Oh, I thought you'd been purposely. And I went, I went, David, like, can I have a picture? And I went, I, I know your teammate. You just went, David, come here. No, like, no. Do not, not respond by saying, who the fuck are you? No. Oh, so it, oh, it's Craig <laughs> And I went, I know your uh, your teammate, Ryan Taylor. Because how do you know I used to go to school with him? Anyway. I can have a picture, David. I don't know where this picture's gone, by the way. Uh, you know when you like you put your arm round round him like you, and I and I just couldn't do it. It was like too vast. Yeah, too vast. Yeah. Good. Good. Na- nice guy, though. Oh, I assume he was, being as he allowed the photograph to be taken and you to grope his big backside. And Merson was just constantly doing doing thumbs down. Obviously, he relegated us, didn't he, when he was at Arsenal? Very talented player. Just shame about his uh, chronic uh, alcohol abuse. Isn't it, Craig? Yeah. yeah. That's not a funny story. No, it's not. I mean, I assume there are plenty <laughs> yeah, connected yeah. to it. But I ain't got any of them. No. So I've got another one involving Roy Keane. This was during his stint at Ipswich. Another potential signing. So Ross McCormack, who obviously was a very prolific striker in the lower league. When did he try, try to get him at one point? Not a bad player. So Ross McCormack, we're going to sign for Ipswich. But he couldn't drive to Ipswich 
Not because it's dull, it is a terribly dull, dull drive to yeah. switch A1 all the way. Not because of that, he was going to sign, but he couldn't drive due to like some speeding fine. So his wife had to give him a lift to Ipswich. So they turned up to training grounds. Wife's got a small dog in a bag, sent them packing. There's just little, and I, I like that. There's little things he picks up on in regards <laughs> to people's personalities that he understands are open doors to other bigger things. And I think like that. If somebody frequently uses the word dude, maybe they collect swords, maybe they enjoy elvish. You might see that as a little idiosyncrasy that you think, oh, well, yeah, they've just got that. It's not just that. It's a web of this shit. Is, this is why, even though I, I think he is a good manager, I know he's struggled, but I think because he, he can't get the modern player. He can't, he just don't, they can't fathom it. He doesn't get it. And I think that's why when he's gone in, don't blame he's, him, actually. He's, a, he's given a rocket to him. And I'm like, well, fuck it, I'm not listening to him. Well, like the time when. It were, I think it were at Sunderland. Sunderland or Ipswich, it doesn't necessarily matter what club it was. But where he'd been criticised, any for his lack of tactics. So he went back in, set Salt board up. Karate kicks it. That's what I fucking think the tactics. It's weird how he's not working anymore. There's a boss, isn't it? Now, one here. I'm not a fucking wheeler dealer. Who's that, Craig? I ran now. It is Harry Redknapp. Now, he's brought some great loves players a gamble. in. It loves a gamble. Loves a, loves a gamble. No, that gamble, Lo- that's what he said. Oh. Like a gamble in the, in the transfer market. Yeah, also loves uh, an offshore banking account. <laughs> now, he's brought some great players in, but he's also uh, brought some top-notch duffers. Well, he got, he, he got Di Canio from us, didn't he, in the right? Cheap deal. Did he? Yeah, when he went to West Ham, didn't he? Oh, so he went, I didn't realise he'd gone to Wednesday. Wednesday to West Ham. We did the marvellous sort of bicycle kick volley straight after the Wednesday. We should have stayed by him. Oh. When he did, when they obviously pushed the referee over. He did his, Paul Olcott. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, uh, passed away. Dead, yeah, he? he passed away a few years ago. Yeah, never um, recovered. And we should have stayed by him. And Danny Wilson, again, couldn't manage, couldn't manage him. And... Another one who could manage his finances quite I, well from what I've pe- read. People say when he went to Canio, that's when it all started to go downhill. I think we had off a Kira left and obviously that season he went to How us. long ago with that? What, when he went? Yeah. Are you saying that your current problems no, that, that, it started are based to, on the it, fact that you sold a fascist? No, no, it started to go wrong, didn't it? That, like, we, we had a, a top player. We started, I didn't hardly get any money for him. And obviously, Danny Wilson then spunk loads of money on overhyped players. And a house, apparently. So at least he's got a Wednesday tattoo on his leg and he had to cover it up when he was the manager of United. True story. Wilson has? Yeah. Was he? I didn't know that. Now, Ari once claimed that Florin Radicheu went shopping to Harvey Nichols. So these are some of the shit players. Some of the shit players. So he once claimed that Florin Radicheu went shopping to Harvey Nichols with his wife. Instead of turning up for a League Cup tie at Stockport. I'm glad you can say that name. I can't pronounce it. I'm quite chuffed with that. Yeah. Well, I think you I think you would have struggled with Harry Redknapp, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. the, a game they went on to lose, that one. That one at Stockport. Right. Um, due to a storming old own goal from um, old ogrehead Ian Dowie. Clever man, though, apparently. Very one clever. Of, one of, and that's why you never judge a book by its cover. 
Um, I mean, I can I can judge him purely in his aesthetics. He's a very ugly man. He might be articulate, but yeah. when when you get you kind of ooh, ooh, I can see why they got rid of him off at panel on Gillette Soccer. I know. Stop saying now. Can also it? see why uh, you got rid of Matt Letissier as I well, can't you, Craig? Proper head scan, that guy. I don't follow him on Twitter. I know you do, and you're gonna. Oh, I love following him on Twitter. You're gonna talk about him in a bit, are you? I'm not actually no. No. But we can talk about him now. We're clearly an absolute bloody tit, isn't he, the lad? And he lo- and with every tweet, he loses a good goal. That bloke, doesn't he? <sighs> is he doing it to wind people up? No, I don't think he is. I don't think yeah. he is at all. He, he's he's this week stepped down from being an ambassador for South uh, for Southampton. Yeah. On the premise that he doesn't want to give the club a bad name, whilst he continues, in his own words, his important work. What's what's the important work? Spreading lies. CP were right about it, wasn't he? I haven't got a clue as of that lad. Oh, CP, old Carton hates him, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Well, they've, they've had massive to-dos. I mean, I've had more games for England than that bastard. Have <laughs> not So, the main story involves, and I think we've mentioned this fella before, but not necessarily in any great detail, Marco Boogers. Boogers. Yeah, Boo. You quite, he loves going back on, on this show, doesn't he? But you quite like saying his name, though, don't Boogers. you? Boogers. Who arrived at the Amers in 1995, a million-pound signing from Sparta Rotterdam. And in his second game, he was sent off and given a four-match ban for what the Sun, the Sun, described as a sickening horror tackle on Gary Neville. So due to the unrelenting media attention, and he felt a bit homesick, old Boogers, he went back to Holland. Yeah. Now, stint, wasn't it? But it wasn't, that wasn't unusual, was it? Because often foreign players can't quite sort of adjust, so they'll often return home for a bit, including Chilean defender, I don't know if you remember him, Craig, Javier Margas, Played three games and he went AWOL for a year. Then he came back for the next season, showed his commitment to the cause by dyeing his hair claret and blue. What did he play for? Well, West Ham, you don't be twat. That's what I'm talking about. Good Lord. Not as simple for Boogers, as the son called him. Barmy Boogers. Uh, He he just ended up deciding to live in a caravan. Didn't he? Because Redknapp feels that story a little bit dubious because that story, Craig was started by um, a bit of a, a bit of a retro gem, Club Call. Do you ever used to ring Club Call? Where you'd look on Teletext and it'd say, like, let's have a look at Leicester Gossip, page 395, and it'd say, Leicester yes. tracking midfield yes, days. Yes, I do, I do remember. And you'd be on for about 20 minutes, 80, 90p, a bloody minute, to find out that, uh, well, it seems that uh, Leicester might be looking at Roberto Baggio. I, I had a uh, similar... Think uh, uh, actually before COVID, uh, got a bit giddy. One Wednesday played Friday night at Loftus Road, won uh, two one, fourth round of the FA Cup. And as you know, what radio station do I like? I'm actually a disciple, aren't I, of the show Talksport? Of Talksport, yeah. yes. So came, went back to the hotel. I thought I'm ringing them up. I'm just ringing them up. Mm. Fell asleep, didn't I? Oh, still still on, on the call to talk spot, so I'm waking up thinking, oh my God, what am I going to tell Sophie? Like, I'm going to have a massive, massive phone bill. And I kept refreshing, like, how much have I spent? Uh, luckily, it was only like £19.90. But apparently, <laughs> but, but apparently uh, John, who was in the, in the hotel room with me, the actual, you know, the the person who you go through to to say yes. what you want to talk about. Yeah, the person who screens the call. Yeah, screens the call. Hello? <laughs> and I'm like, 
Well, well, you just make like... Mm. <laughs> yeah, I guess most of They want to, people to ring up about the FA You have got a vile snore, by the way. We, we've laid beside each other on many an evening, haven't we? Yes. And often you're on your back. Yep. With, it's, it's deep. It's guttural. Low and deathly. So poor old talk sport fella. That was a good segue. The next yarn involves Steve Bentnose Grizovich. There you go, I fucked up that one, didn't I? Now, a former policeman who played 507 times for Cov. There's a rumour that he'd been thrown in jail by the Kazakhstani government for being a spy. Apparently, Joe Cran. Eh? Joe Cran the spy. Well, exactly, he was, yeah. <laughs> trying, to, trying to nick all the brilliant footballing secrets from South Africa and bring them to England. Now, apparently Oggy had been travelling the world using only public transport in an attempt to raise money for a charity. Again, according to conjecture, Steve had trespassed on private military land, resulting in his incarceration. So in light of this, very similar to the Deirdre Rashid, there was a free Steve Grizovich appeal. The strapline was... <laughs> the strapline for the, the, the appeal was... Here is our petition. Sorry, here is our petition to Tony Blair and the Kazakhstani government, demanding the release of footballing legend Steve Grizovich and protesting his innocence. A whopping total. Get ready for this, Craig. Of three hundred Oggy fans flocked to sign it. Comments on the petition included, "Please free Steve, as he's a bent nose hero to millions, and he's obviously innocent. There is no way." This is no way for a rubbish goalkeeper to have to spend his time. We just needed a change.org account, didn't they? There were a lot more than 300 signatures on this release. Well, apparently they caught up with Grizovich and he just went, no, a load of bollocks. <laughs> so he was at your prison? No, just in Kov. <laughs> Never been to Kazakhstan. Now, former West Germany great and manager Franz Beckenbauer was once invited by telecoms company O2 to enjoy his own special number like he could invent his own phone number he could go to him and say right this is every digit that i want right this is very macron-esque yeah the problem was though he ended up selecting a number that was already a number and was associated with chat lines so he decided to have this number installed in his house and apparently all day every day his house were bombarded <laughs> with hundreds of fellas ringing, asking for sexy times. So he'd had enough when he got a call at three. Apparently, there was this one call that really, really just pissed him off. Where he'd had enough when he got a call at three a.m. from a fella asking him to shit on his chest. <laughs> when that Shite. And what is the term terminology for that? Cleveland Steamer. Yeah, which I didn't know, did I? At the no, time. you didn't, because <laughs> I can remember we went for a night out, didn't we? And Jason were there as well. We, we, we went for a night out in Leicester. The guy spinning the discs on the decks, DJ Wanker, and you went up to him, didn't you? And didn't you ask for a Cleveland Steamer? Yeah. No, yeah. but no, you said for me to go and ask. Yeah, I did but, for a Cleveland Steamer. But yeah. I didn't know what it was. And no, you didn't. You just made me look a rightful. I think DJ Wanker didn't realise what it was either, were he? No, I think he just thought it was some form of um, uh, train-based banter. Tranter, didn't he? Now, another bit of filth. It's great, this one, Craigo. 
involves Nicholas and Elke um, and a man he describes as a world-class git. That world-class git, Craig, none other than Crystal Palace boss, Patrick Vieira. No way. Mm. So oh, they obviously ex-teammates. They were, clearly they didn't like him. So Vieira's in the Arsenal dressing room, right? And in the Arsenal dressing room, he was known as Le Long. Let's see where this is going. <laughs> so during a game, an elk has missed a proper easy chance and Vieira's just looked over to him, giving him a glare. It's all it needed to be, didn't it? Because he's, he's, he's hard, isn't he? And you were in trouble. So an argument ensued and an elka called Vieira a lanky-limbed bambaclar. Now, at first, Vieira just just stared at him, Craig, just stared at him with hollow eyes. And then, wham! Just like that, slapped him across the face with his knob. Not like Will Smith, then? Just the once. No, no, no. No hand. <laughs> now, an Elka claimed it knocked him back a few yards. <laughs> and he likened it to being struck by a wet kipper. The rest of the dressing room was stunned until Ashley Cole broke the silence with, is it my turn? Wenger then came in, found out what he'd what done. Did, did Wenger wang his out? Well, no, he come, comes in, Wenger comes in, found out what uh, Patrick had done, high-fived him and shouted, that's why he's the captain. Look at that thing. Was this on an Elka's documentary when I was in Primark? Which, uh, well, I, I mean, it's, it's probably debatable how true this is. But, yeah, that, but that's neither here nor there. I wonder if it's on there. I need to watch that. Oh, for, yeah, yeah, got, I'm not yeah, sure yeah. it will be. But yeah. an, another comment, apparently, that Nicholas made finishes the story by having a pop at Paul Dickov by saying that he could fit his knob through a polo. He were a little angry man, wasn't he? Good player for Leicester. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Would all, could, could just bring it out of the air. But yeah, an, ang an angry little wasp of a man <laughs> yeah, who yeah. clearly had a tiny penis. Got a couple about Gazza here, Craig. So when he joined the England squad in 89 for a qualifier against Albania, Tony Cotty, another ex-Leicester player, said he found Paul launching bars of soap from his hotel window. What do you think he was trying to do with it, Craig? Launching so... bars of soap from hotel window. What's he trying to do? Trying to hit somebody's car? No, he was trying to hit chickens, Craig. <laughs> and every time he hit one, he'd scream in celebration. Bobby Robson came in and said, Gazza, what are you doing? To which Gazza responded with, I'm throwing soap at the chickens' asses, boss. Bobby then said, oh, okay, that's all right. Walked off. Another one. Waddle and Gazza, our old mate... Waddle. Would often be roommates at Newcastle. And the Diamond Light star said, Craig, most people would take some cheese and biscuits or a dessert up to the bedroom. He came up to bed with 24 eggs. He'd sit what, at the... Waddle? No, oh, no, Gaza. Gaza's. He'd sit at the bedroom window and if there was a cash point or shop and somebody go into the, either of those, he'd pelt them. <laughs> I'd be watching Alf Weeders in Pet and he'd be covering passers by in Yoke. Good fan of, big fan of uh, Alf Weeders in Pet. Jimmy yeah. Nail. Uh, yeah, a big fan of Jimmy Nail, of course. Crocodile Shoes, Craig. Now currently doing um, a musical with Sting in New York about shipbuilding in Newcastle. 
Not sure the Manhattan crowd will be such fans of that. On but, the uh, river where they used to build the boats. That one's not, not in it, unfortunately. Uh, Are they making a series about that? Uh, they're doing too well. Yeah. We can't, we can't have them in and around the playoffs of League One, can we, Craig? But uh, go on then, Craig. What, what are a couple of, a couple of your stories that, that relate to you? Yeah, so relate to me. So uh, one time I played for Brampton Brewery. This is, I've obviously gone down the pecking order, and I'm not playing for Harlem anymore or, no. or the university. You've been team. found out, haven't you? Yeah, I've been found out. Found, found out. And I think it was about over 10 years ago we actually gave up on my uh, Facebook, you know, memories. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not the act. Uh, uh, not the what? The act, what happened, obviously. Oh, that, that no, be, not the that, act. No. No. Yeah, so um, I was one of the most ex- experienced in, in, oh, of course in, the, you in, the, in the team. Quite a young squad, I think. What about being one, one of the most gifted as well? I didn't like to brag anyway. But, of course yeah. you were. Yeah, yeah 20, I was 24, so it shows how young the, uh, Ooh, yeah. the, the team was. And uh, showers after the game. And I'm a, a big fan uh, having showers. You need to have a shower, don't you? <laughs> You're a big fan of having showers. You know what I mean? After a game. Like, even yeah, you've got to wash them balls. There's, there's even some players now that don't have it. I think it's just disgusting. And because when I was at Brinsworth uh, at school, <laughs> you yeah. see where we're going here. Uh, uh, you, if you didn't have a shower at PE, you didn't get detention. So you'd have to have, you'd have, to have a shower. And our PE teacher said, well, you don't want to be going to your next lesson. Smelling and did you all get slightly threatened by Peters? Which I always found slightly unnerving. Where the teacher would say, after you come in for PE or whatever, would say, Right, guys, we're checking that everybody's getting a shower, we'll be watching you. Oh, good, yeah. I probably won't be able to say, but yeah, what our uh, yeah, our PE teachers get in uh, trouble for that, did they, Craig? Yeah, uh, right, <laughs> anyway, okay. we'll move on quickly, yeah. But yeah, right, so you like showers, don't you? Yeah, so back to Brampton. Played a game of football, can't remember the result. And one of the lads who never ever went in the shower, went in the shower, I'm like, yeah, well done, man. But I thought, like, I know. <laughs> Congratulated him. But I thought, yeah, I need to, like, set me stall out. So I just literally had a little tinkle on him, didn't I? He was complaining, showers were cold. Right. So I just had a. I thought he'd warm him up. Just warm him up on his leg. Anyway, he was a big lad, and he said, right, to hurt someone, I'm going to eat it back. You can't be doing it. You can't be doing stuff like that. A perfectly reasonable response. Yeah, so I thought, oh, God, wait. He's only a young kid, 18, 19. He's not going to do it all. I'm a bit older. Anyway, I think it was second to last game of the season, having a drink in our boozer afterwards. And all that's like laughing and everything. I've just gone to the toilet and sort of, uh, I've had a beer. And he's, what he's done is he's, he's got his testicle out of his pub <laughs> to get me back. And he's dipped it couple of times <laughs> it'd be fine <laughs> so I'm like I'm obviously I haven't got a clue what's happening comes back <laughs> comes back uh, I need to get off and get back up so I was uh, living in Sheffield just to uh, have the beer and uh, yeah video him doing it and I'm obviously <laughs> naked pie did you enjoy that little bit of funk did it I, think it had, I think it added it I think it was a Carlin what we're having Oh, fucking definitely be better then, won't it? We have ball dropping it, yeah. Any others, Craig? Oh, well, not as not as rank as that. Obviously, I've had the uh, the keggings, uh, the football. Yeah, you had the double keggings, didn't you? Yeah. No, I'll never get the uh, the image of the the girls' faces of shock. Well, they'll never forget the fucking image out of your dirty little car. 
<laughs> I think you probably fared better in that regard, didn't you? You looking at a shocked face, I'm looking at your fucking disgraceful lower half. Uh, another one um, was when I went to play in the Mediterranean International Cup. Uh, oh, good crowbar. Yeah, and, that, and a couple of funny stories happened there. Uh, I went to Thomas Rotherham College, mm-hmm. and the college was like a feed club to Rotherham United. And obviously, my mate, uh, our mate Ryan Taylor, played for Rotherham, the course, youth team yeah. at, that, at that time. A ginger job there. And we managed to get in as Rotherham United. But yeah. I mean, I can understand how he got in. Yeah. Again, what were you doing there? No, no, you know, he didn't go to the tournament. Oh, Ryan did. No, no, we, oh, we right. went as Sorry. Rotherham United. I understand that you were representing Rotherham United. Yeah, yeah. but nothing to do really with Rotherham United. No. Not a lot of players actually went from the feeder team into the the actual first team. Yeah, but he weren't playing from. No, but stage, Ryan was like joking, like I can't believe you're going. And we had all the Rotherham United mm-hmm. gear on, and everybody in the, the airport, like, oh, look, it's Rotherham United. You feel like, well, no, we're, we're TR, TRC. Who was saying that? Oh, oh, you know, you're walking through. And yeah, I do, like, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm still asking who was saying that. No, people were looking, they're like, you're pointing. They're point, the pointing. Yeah, okay. pointing. Anyway. Putting the balls in your point. So that's 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 first cock up uh, a joke, uh, pretending to go as Rotherham United, but. For, I've always said this story, I've probably told you before, but the fight well, was actually played Brazil under 19 versus, uh, uh, I think, yeah, Espanol. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no, sorry, yeah, no, Valencia. All right, okay. Under 19s. Captain for Brazil, ex Arsenal uh, midfielder, Danielson. Danielson, yeah. Got sent right. off. Yeah. Also, in that Valencia team, David Silva. Really? So I'm in the same tournament. So what's happened to you, man? Oh, it's a lovely joke, isn't it? But yeah, we got knocked out. We got we got through just. Uh, we got knocked out against Cape Verde, six 0 That's where I got the little pendant. You took a nation on. Yeah, under nineteen, mm. and I got the little pendant. We lost six 0 Yeah, and I got man. I got man of the match. Uh, Did you? Yeah, and yeah, really good. But anyway, another story. We then we had another. Role. We had another game. We had another game like just like a friendly game. Hmm. And I was one of the oldest in the team, so again, uh, yes. experienced, so gifted. We were allowed to go out for a little drink, a little, just, and we had like a little curfew, very uh, a nice curfew to be fair. What was it? I think it was one o'clock to be fair. It morning. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad curfew. Isn't not it, a bad great? curfew. So yeah. Anyway, had a few drinks. Forgot to set alarm, didn't I? And we had we had a tour of a like a not but. Yeah, we went with Barcelona. Yeah, and the new camp. And I talked with talked with Mr. Trey, not the, the coach, and their uh, yeah, my mate uh, weren't happy with me. To be fair, and uh, yeah, not, not not the best story, but yeah, a lot of things happened on there. I can't say everything what happened on that uh, tour, but yeah, yeah, basically played in the same tournament as Danielson and David Silva, and now I'm here, equipment manager at Sheffield FC. Marvelous. Three games, Holland. A man who loves a shower. So we hinted at the fact that Sheffield FC just getting into a little bit of form of late and are mounting a bit of a an escape, aren't they, from relegation, Craig? Because it looked signed and sealed, didn't it, really, with them going down? But over the last few games, been able to sort it out. Um, just tell us about the, the victory. The, one victory, isn't it, Craig? Yeah, we beat Frickley. We're at 2-1. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, 1-0. Yeah. 1-0. We won Frickley. A good result. Uh, 
and obviously they were in the relegation fight. They they've got out of it now. Mm-hmm. But then we played them again. Uh, so we played back to back, and everybody was like, "Why are they playing back to back?" It was just due to when the, the bad storms were. We had to reschedule. Two one up. We ended up drawing two two. Uh, that's where I got the two one from, and yeah, we threw that away. They uh, had a man sent off at early doors, and to be fair, it galvan- again it galvanised them. It's happened before. We played Hansworth at the start of the season. They went down to ten men. And just very difficult. But yeah, so four points would have took that, and then we hit a bit of sticky patch. We lost against Pickering. We were adversely dead, and mm. they they've done double over us. Uh, so yeah. Did that, you get a good point the other night though? Yeah, a very good point against Shildon. Because uh, Shildon are right up the top, aren't they? Yeah, they needed a point to get in to confirm playoffs, so that they got that from uh, from that game. So yeah, and we've struggled against northeast teams, as you know. There's a lot of northeast teams that are uh, in our division. Well, you finally had your away day, didn't you? In midweek to was it Dunstan? Oh yeah, we. To be fair, it could that that we lost three one that game could have been totally different. We we scored a perfectly good goal mm. on fortieth minute. Newsham got said he was offside. Nowhere near offside. We saw we saw video back. Not level. Mm. Referee, we're getting a watch when a bite of a... So he's trying to overcompensate yeah, so and line, make two line of decisions line to get Lino puts it up straight away. Not even... Anyway, so we were a bit annoyed with that. They scored right on the half-time, Dunstan. So to go in 1-0, and we were down. Then they got another quick goal. Uh, I think we scored 10 minutes ago, 2-1. We were pushing, we were pushing for that equaliser. Uh, uh, Lost three one, but again the the poor performances are getting better. But then we fell foul, lost against Pickering. The lads raised the the game again and got a good point against Shildon. But now, yeah, one one thing I wanted to know. I mean, we've spoken about this when we're not been recording, but like when you, with your rearranged games, so like Dunstan, which is in the northeast on a Tuesday night, what do people do in regards to work? Because I know some of your players are teachers, and you know. A, a range of different roles or whatever how is it that, that they're able to get there for that some uh, oh, one one person from do it that's what I mean I assume there's some people whose work's just going oh sell off you can't do it but they, they were free pickups, and luckily yeah, where the coach goes mm. so we set off at three o'clock so I had to take half a day right I had to take half a day the next morning so obviously I've left education now and luckily uh, we didn't get back till two o'clock bloody hell or uh, and then t- maybe teaching in a classroom the next day. Is it is it Newsham? Is it who's Newsham a... Coleman? Teachers. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So they got uh, had to quickly finish and, and get to to pick up points. But luckily, they, they cut that we had a new coach driver. Oh my, he, he looked like sort of from uh, uh, the eighties, proper mm. like white shirt, very old chest. Nice going. argyle uh, sweater. And he couldn't turn left at it. Uh, at ground because it's so just because he chose not to he couldn't turn oh he, he couldn't do it right he couldn't, okay. couldn't turn it and the, the normal coach driver knows how to do that bend to turn left and go straight past the there's uh, a piece of shit this 80s dad but, isn't but, it? But, but luckily we had to go all the way up to uh, Johnfield mm. so we set off and we were stuck in the way roundabout because we had to go up. so luckily that helped people getting on the coach but yeah we didn't get back till 2am in the morning Another funny story, I've just remembered. I was locking up all the equipment. Somebody's rung the police 
Right. Yeah. Somebody's breaking it at ground. There's some pin dick wonder. Trying to get in now. He's got cones. No, he won't be able to rest them on his phallus. It's too small. Anyway, this, I know this. Everybody's gone. I'm putting all the equipment away. Cabin. And this car just rolls in. I'm like, what's this? Mm-hmm. Oh, it bobbies, wasn't it? But oh, fucking hell. We were like, oh, we've had a call saying somebody's trying to break into the ground. I went, oh, it's not. I won't. Got a Shepherd FC badge. I'm pointing to the badge. So they've just come back from Newcastle. I hope they still cuffed you. No. <laughs> no, we're not having that. There's no fucking way you work for a football club, mate. Get your head on the bonnet. But yeah, uh, but what's annoying is we thought it were two, uh, back to the football, we thought two went down, like I said earlier. Because it, it's not good that that wasn't you know, realised. But then this is this is what happens with, for, for promotion as well. But it's always been there, but it, it, for some it's whatever a, you reason... You just chose not to read the rules. Oh, no, no, they, they, no, they, they, don't, they don't tell you. Right, right the there end. was a reform. Yeah, so it's a joke. So, yeah, so two go down, hopefully we're not in the third bottom, So and, but I think we, we won't, I think we'll finish fourth. So who, who have you got next, then? Brig, who we don't have anything to play for. Right, when's that? Tomorrow? Uh, yeah, tomorrow. Uh, uh, You're going to be there? I'm going to be there, yeah. Uh, obviously... No, Vil Powell, quite well, the manager of Brig. He's there, uh, known pretty well uh, for Sheffield FC, and I've done a bit of work with him uh, uh, for the inclusion group for the uh, Sheffield Armstrong FA, so that should be good to see him again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but he will also want us not to, he'll want us to get relegated. A lot of teams want us down. Well, yeah, because you're the, the, the big sort of ones with a kudos, like Wednesday. Yeah, so. They're to be shot at, aren't you, Craig? Then we've got. Uh, Brid away, so that lads are going to be uh, old seaside job. And we've not won away yet, have you so, not? So that's that's pretty bad for the points per game. And we should have done first game of the season, Tadcaster. So when you were 2 0 up, yeah, 2 0 up, yeah, Brig House, winning with virtually 30 seconds to go, mm-hmm. throw it away in Lincoln. We, we lads know we should have, but hopefully, we can, can we get a win? Then we've got Stocksbridge. On the Stocksbridge start Park Steels. Yeah, so that should be good. Hopefully Again, the fog won't draw in. Then they've got nothing to play for. Mm-hmm. And then and the, the last. So you're just relying on other sides' motivation no, you, you, oh, or lack bit, of it. Hopefully they're on beach, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> like, well, they will be if they're at Brid. Then, then Ponty away, uh, and but we don't. We, the lads know we don't want to be going into that last game of the season knowing we have to. Yeah, get Yeah, everything something. relies on it. Now, have you? And you made um, a couple of signings of late from like you got a lad from Rotherham, couple on yeah, loan. He's oh, he's just been released. Oh, is he? Yeah, Sam Greenhouse, very good. He scored on his debut. Yeah, he scored a couple. Yeah, he's got a ma- massive look for a absolute bit of a Dave Challoner. Yeah, yeah, absolute. Uh, so what's happened then? What? Why has he got? Released? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's happens, isn't it? It's the same with like uh, a good listener of the show, Luke Cole, great player. Uh, and this sometimes happens. Oh, look, look what happened with Vardy. And this is what happens, and uh, <laughs> good comparison. It is. They obviously play good down non-league, but yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, We'll be lucky to keep all doing. Yeah. Well, best of luck to Chef this weekend. Up the club. The only applause we'll ever receive, and it came from us and from the clapper. Not good, is it? But hopefully that was all right. Some of those, some of those funny stories. People have been asking though where we've been because we've not said that. Have we? We've just had a lot of work commitments, haven't we? Been very busy. I want to be able to get to Dunstan on a Tuesday night. Yeah. But thankfully, my footballing skills 
on and off the pitch have never been desired unlike your own. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're glad we're back out there and a lot of people have been asking where we've been, so. I, th- I think a lot. Again, he's very generous. Also, when I went to Paris the other weekend, when... What did somebody ask about the pub? Well, I was walking through airport people, there were, quick, there were people pointing. <laughs> like, hey, from, hey, is that is guy that... there from... Yeah, he's representing... He is, yeah. <laughs> no, no there, were none, there, were, there were none of that. But in a future show, Craig, we're going to try something a little bit different. And he might say, what, are you going to do something good? Hopefully... But what is it that you that you're thinking, Craig? So there's a, an element of Twitter now, which is called Twitter Space, mm-hmm. where basically we can just go live via Twitter. Mm-hmm. Listeners of the podcast can join the mm-hmm. Twitter Space, mm-hmm. and we're just going to have a fire questions through. Yeah, fire questions through. People could come on. Talk about any, anything what they want. We'll obviously get uh, some form of agenda on there, but yeah, uh, Wednesday till I die podcast. Do it every Wednesday at eight o'clock, and it, it's pretty good. So, do you get a few questions about showers? Yeah, might do. Yeah, so looking forward to doing that uh, again, bringing that interacting to the podcast. That's right. That's right. Because typically the interaction tends to be anytime you'll put something up on. Twitter or Facebook or anything like that, they're going, your shit. We've not got a date set though, have we yet? For no, not at this moment in time. But uh, no, that'll be, his, that'll be his next one. That'll be his next people, one on Twitter space, can, so looking forward to that. People can chip in, they can ask about um, Craigo's semi-pro days, his kitman days. Um, they don't have anything to ask me because I've never... Yeah, he's very, he's very intellectual guy. He's got a lot oh. to offer uh, oh, the football you. scene. The football scene. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Craig. Yeah. I'm glad I've got. People say you're the brains behind this operation. Well, if it's just between me and you, mate. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, they probably are going to say that. <laughs> and I'm going to say I've got it over you because I also enjoy a shower. Yeah. Okay, so not only according to you is there some smartness there, also cleanliness. But you don't enjoy it in golden shower. I'm not giving you one. <laughs> Uh, You have, but I didn't ask for it. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everyone.